You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron and Jake hanging out here in the uh, Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe. All right, so we were having a discussion about the what should be our top ten Thursday topic, and we got a good good suggestion. Uh, I want to give the guy credit, Brandon from Jonesboro, saying I would like to know if you could draft your all-time greatest all-star high school football team just from North Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Now, the way we could do that is, I guess, top ten yeah, players. Top ten players. Top ten all players. All time that played high school football in Northeast Louisiana. North Louisiana. So. Then we run into the issue of, is it just their high school career, or do we take into account what they did in college or for some, you know, in in the pros? I did this exercise in uh, 2009. Uh, Every day in July, we had like a, it was 28, 28 days counting down, and we got assembled, you know, some coaches and some media members, and we tried to come up with this list. Good gracious, it was difficult. Oh, I can't, it was I can't fun. Imagine, it was fun, though. I, I can't imagine. And I mean, and you're, you're comparing eras. Yeah. That's always difficult. And then, of course, then you go, I mean, and, you know, some of the recent guys, they're fresh on your memory, so you probably give them more credence than you give some of the or other guys from the, the 80s and the 90s. In some cases, you won't, you try your hardest not to do that, and sometimes you, you don't give them as much credit as they do deserve. Mm. It's tough. Like you, when, what year did you do that? Two thousand nine. So you did that in two thousand nine. The question is, would you add anybody to that list? It's been almost uh, like a decade. A, like you would make the argument for Cam Robinson. I would what make the argument in the high for school Cam. ranks, yes. Alabama, and now of course with Jacksonville. <laughs> Some would make the argument for Cavante Turpin. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, just, I mean, on that list, I believe you know that was you know well, but, right well, after Randall Mackey is, had. Made his unbelievable run at Bastrop. Right. Well, this is for for this list you did. Did you? What did you do? Did you do just high school, or did you do? Yeah, everything? because if you open it up to college, then you're talking. I mean, Grambling and the people that came through Grambling and Louisiana Tech, they had to play high school football in North Louisiana. I see. Yeah. Okay. So, but but I'm saying like you you did it just on high school career. No, it, it entailed their entire career as a football player. Okay. Yeah. If we did this, what, what would you rather do? Whole high, whole career or just high school career? Uh, whole career because it's hard to just find out their high school stats. I mean, how are you going to work? Uh, their, how are you going to work their resume? Yeah. Are you going to tell me what Fred Dean did <laughs> at, at Ruston High? <laughs> uh, sure, I'm sure somebody could tell you. Yeah, well, Buddy Davis, he told me plenty. I mean, <laughs> there you he, go. And Buddy would tell me, hey, I, when he was in seventh grade, I knew he was going to be a good there one, you go. and he was a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Uh, Ed Brennan's already offering suggestions. Yeah, yeah. Norbert Bradford and Charles Scott yeah. from Jonesboro High. Charles Scott did crack our list. I don't recall uh, what number. He may have been like 20, 21. Yeah. 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 Workhorse for Jonesboro High. Wait, how many did, did you list. do? 28. We did one a day. Good grief. Yeah, and then you're doing a feature on you know a player a day and literally trying to track down all of them was uh, a monumental task, let alone trying to find footage or pictures. No kidding. Yeah. So, hey, this was one for you, Aaron. Top ten Olympians. You want to give it, you want to give that yeah. a try? <laughs> Winter Olympi- Olympians would be even tougher. Oh yeah. Well, uh, Lindsey Vaughn, yeah. right? She would be number one. Sean White. He was. He's great. Sean White, man. Yeah, I'm dropping that. Started as a, a, and that maybe it's just because I'm getting old. When I watch some of the Winter Winter Olympics now in the the press conferences, the kids look so young. Yeah, um, and Matt was telling us a story about a 17-year-old who won an event yesterday for and got gold. I mean, yeah. Uh, so I think that's what I narrowed it down to this week. I'm going to hold on to the worst and best movies for the summer because mm. I know when the summer comes we'll be looking for stuff, and that will be a fun time to do it. So this is what I narrowed it down to. Sports, power couples, <clears throat> best NBA acquisitions. I, I put worst radio calls in there for you. Thank you. Um, I'm hoping it wins. Yeah, and uh, I put best LSU signing class just because of the time, time, mm. time nature. Uh, so those are your options. Um, you can vote at Morning Drive 977, or you can text us in 
here. Let us know what you want. 888-993-7762. It's the Stuart Shelby State Farm hotline slash text line. Obviously, Gus is enjoying some festivities down in New Orleans. We'll try to catch up with him uh, next week. I did just return from uh, New Orleans a weekend down there. I hadn't been to Mardi Gras in quite some time. I think it was five or six years. Always impressed or amazed by just how they're able to pull off those parades. It's amazing. Yeah. It really, it's something that you need to do at least once. Like you need to see it at least once yeah. if, you, if you never have. They have mastered it. Oh yeah. The cleanup, the setup. I mean, it is amazing. What's the other it? thing is, if though, if you hate crowds, and that has got to be the worst possible place to go to. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of why I was like, <laughs> one time I was like, oh, this is really cool, but uh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good after that. Are you one of those guys that uh, budges their way to the front, try to get on the rail? Uh, No. No, I'm not one of those yeah. guys. Are you? Uh, No. I, I couldn't see you being that guy. And then basically the safety, just you have to be on your, on your toes. I mean, bees just flying. We had several in our party that, of course, uh, took a shot to the head. <laughs> The chest. Yeah. I still think it would be awesome, though, to do one time. And that would be on the bucket list just to ride in a New Orleans parade. What about if you got to ride in the Monroe Parade? I've done that. Oh. We've done it many <laughs> times. And that's fun. That's not it's on just, your bucket list? It's just like, you know, everybody tries to make these comparisons. There, there's no comparisons. No comparison, yes. It's no comparison. It's really like, you know, major leagues versus. Yeah. Everybody understands that, though, right? You would You would think, I hope. Yeah. I'm hope I hope they do. Mm. It's it's no comparison. Biggest takeaways from the weekend, besides the fact that my phone doesn't work now, uh, went and uh, saw Rod Stewart, of course, at the ball. Uh, Seventy-three years young, up there, still getting it. Still getting it. Incredible performance. Can you just imagine just flying around still at the age of seventy-three and getting paid as well as he does, and come with that kind of energy day in and day out? That's uh, fifty years from now, so not really. Uh, he gets up there and he's uh, literally uh, he kicks so- uh, soccer balls out to the crowd. You know that's part of his uh, shtick in their autograph. All right. So at one point, you know he's doing it, and I got distracted. Basically, I was trying to get my my wife uh, a drink, so I turned around, and next thing I know, please tell me got hit in the face. Something brushed against me. I was like, "What is that?" I turn around next to me, and a lady sitting by me is holding on to a Rod Stewart soccer ball autograph. That would have been nice. That story did not go the way I wanted it to go. Oh, I wanted, wanted to me see to get knocked out, clobbered in the face, <laughs> and spilled the drink everywhere. That's what I was hoping. And we were literally, uh, we were a Hartley field goal away. I mean, it was a thirty-five yard <laughs> kick there by uh, Rod Stewart. Pretty impressive. Yes, pretty impressive. Um, so you, I've never been to the ball. Like that's that's something to to check yeah. out for sure. That main ball, uh, incredible. Uh, I think twenty five, thirty thousand people in the Superdome. <laughs> Again, if you don't like crowds, talk about a crowd, <laughs> yeah. Man, but yeah. that's that sounds awesome. Yeah, especially if you lose or whatever happens to your phone, it, it just all of a sudden dies. I still don't. 100% it does sound that. suspicious. It really it? does. Oh, it just won't charge anymore. What? <laughs> How old is your phone? Well, that might be an issue too, but yeah, but it picked the wrong weekend. You might need a new battery. Yeah. Anyway, for that to happen uh, and not have any distractions, yeah, I bet you did have a good weekend. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. We continue to get a, a number of texts here on what top ten Thursday should be when we uh, rolls around here in the next day or two. Morgan suggests biggest sports upsets. Yeah. That's pretty. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, that's pretty vague. I would like to kind of focus it in on, like, the time right now. Like, uh, we got, you know, tournaments, basketball tournaments coming up, maybe biggest uh, LHSAA upsets, maybe biggest, uh, uh, I don't know, Conference USA uh, tournament upsets, stuff like that. I, I would like to kind of narrow it down. That way we can – that's something we, we'd like to visit, you know, time and time again and uh, – that would, that would make for a fun list. And Brandon says that he's got a highlight video of Jonesboro Hodge's championship team mm. if you need it, Aaron. Yeah. 888-993-7762. Let's take a timeout. Coming up next, the Olympic Minute. Oh, really? Yes. Are you ready? You got enough material? <laughs> sure, sure. That's coming up next on the Morning Drive. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price, for how many doors, 
cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road car king. Growth, efficiency, professionalism, qualified staff. It's what all healthcare facilities are aspiring for, and that is what we do. Legacy Rehabilitation, offering physical, occupational, and speech therapy solutions for a wide variety of healthcare facilities, including acute care hospitals, inpatient rehab, long term care facilities, and outpatient therapy clinics. Whether you have staffing, management, or consulting needs, Legacy is awaiting your call. Call 318 255 5980 for more information or visit legacyrehab.net. Legacy Rehabilitation. If your business depends on technology, then you can depend on NetTech. We offer remote desktop and service management, cloud-based document access, email services, IP phone services, fiber internet, and data security products. With locations in Monroe and in Ruston, our friendly technicians and help desk staff are ready to solve all your IT problems. Let NetTech be your IT department. Visit nettech.net or call 866-668-0001 today. Happy Valentine's Day from your friends and family at Karen's Hallmark. This Valentine's Day, give those special people in your life the very best. And don't settle for less. Karen's Hallmark has thousands of cards, balloons, gift baskets, candy baskets, and fresh flowers handmade especially for you. Karen's Hallmark has a trained staff ready and willing to help you make this Valentine's Day a special event in your life. So hurry into Karen's Hallmark, where we have extended shopping hours for your convenience. Karen's Hallmark, located in the I-20 Shopping Center, When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King in Monroe. We look forward to catching up with Louisiana Tech head coach uh, Eric Conkle coming up at the bottom of the hour. The highly anticipated moment has arrived, our Olympic minute for the day. Cue the music table. Let's hear a little Olympics. So I'm reading. I'm trying to get my updates on the curling events. So I'm reading this uh, story. This I'm just going to read it as it is on ESPN.com. The most dramatic moment of the game came in the third end of the round when I can't read this guy's name. The shuffling backwards while strategizing with somebody else that has a very long name. When she stumbled over a stone <laughs> she didn't realize was behind her for a second. It seemed as if she would recover her footing, but seconds later her legs went flying out from underneath her and she crashed hard on her backside. It is a very rare for a curler to fall in a professional curling, and the spill drew gas from the stun crowd. That was good. Yeah. Uh, Curlers wear special shoes to help them maneuver across the ice. On one foot, they wear something that's known as a gripper, which has a rubbery bottom that helps them grip the ice. The other shoe is known as a slider. It has a very slippery sole that helps the curlers fly. So there are techniques and strategy to curling. Mm-hmm. Simply awesome. Continue to see a number of stories. The number of curling uh, organizations across the country is on the rise. They showed states that actually have curling organizations or leagues, and they had Louisiana highlighted. Really? Still need to find where Yeah, where at. is it at? <laughs> I can tell you where it's, it's not. not. It's not up here. <laughs> it is not in northeast Louisiana. <laughs> no, it is not. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe Neelock can get on board with that. Uh, and, and start to take that over like they took over soccer this postseason. So, of course, I have to Google it last night. Uh, are curlers athletes? And you'd be surprised that presu- produced some uh, different results. Uh, people talk about the way Tiger Woods changed golf with his physique and his diet and working out. And they say that is what has taken place now in curling. It's training hard to be a curler. So the answer is yes, they are athletes. 
Just because you're in shape doesn't mean what you're doing is an athletic Uh, event. uh You know what I mean? Uh Like, you're doing physical activity. Mm -hmm. There's something to me, like, okay, I I know a lot of people are going to disagree with this because there are a lot of instances and a lot of sports where this isn't the case. But for me, when I watch a sporting event, golf being really the one exception, when I don't see somebody out there actually competing against them and I know they're trying to get scores and they're competing with 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 judges and and, and all that but when I don't see actual competition out there trying to prevent them from accomplishing their goal for me that's that's where I just there's a disconnect for me like you have that in the most popular sports here in the U.S. you have that with soccer uh, baseball basketball football you know what I mean like there's somebody who's there saying you're not going I'm going to stop you from doing this and in a lot of these events, you're you're going against the environment, right? Yeah. So for me, that there's the disconnect for me, and I, and I know you know a lot of people are like, well, you, you can argue golf, I get it, but golf is something I I don't know, I, I that's the one exception for me. Mm. That's just my own personal taste. I'm not saying none of these people are athletes. They're mm-hmm. obviously athletes. They're you know, and a lot of people some I, judging from our text, I wouldn't say a lot of people get into the Winter Olympics, but some people do, and, and good for you, but I just, there's a disconnect for me. Mm. Hey, but NASCAR, me that, NASCAR drivers ahead of curlers. Yes. Yeah. I, I would put them ahead, yes. Um, I consider that, you know, we, we went through this yesterday, the fact that they're basically in a sauna for four hours. I mean, <laughs> those, those NASCAR, you know, yeah. those cars get hot, man. And then, yeah. um not only that, but you got to have the hand-eye coordination. Yeah. You know, you're going at speeds that we can we can't even really fathom. I, yeah. Well, I that s- basis, I mean, you would put downhill skiers ahead of NASCAR guys, though. Downhill skiers yeah. ahead. Of, yeah. Yeah, I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't put curlers ahead of them. Yeah. Anyway, that's just kind of the way I see it. I don't know if I'm alone in that. But I think you need to probably do some more research over the course of the next uh, week and watch a little bit more Winter Olympics and yeah. watch a little bit more figure skating with your wife. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what I need to do? I think I'd rather watch The Voice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good point. You got a, a Olympic music. As you can tell, the uh, music died. Yeah. That, no, that because was, it went over a minute. That was Yeah. That was plenty Winter Olympics. I was hoping that segment would die, but <laughs> it lives on. Um, so... For some reason, we're not seeing Donald Johnson's tweets, but he sent us a lovely uh, screenshot here. He had some good one. Um, he said, two top ten college football performers by total career or single game. One set of local players, high school at any college. One set of players at local universities. And the other one was um, top ten bust of highly touted uh, high school prospects. Ooh. That's got a negative tone. It's got to a it, negative yeah. tone. We don't we don't we don't do the negative tone, do we? Here? Uh, especially when you run across some of them, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we have on the uh, Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline? Come on. Who do we have got? Uh, oh, what's up, bud? Good morning. What's on your mind? So NASCAR drivers, because they sit in the heat <laughs> in a hot car. That would that would give them a pass in Washington, Paris, to smoke dope in Forsyth Park and have, have illegal goods, correct? I mean, I'm just saying, it, it, it's all about being hot, because the guy, like, when I put in air conditioning in the summer, and, and house is like 155 up there, so, hell, I, if that analogy is true, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an athlete. Yeah, yeah. Or a, yeah, roofer, an athlete. a, roofer, a roofer during the summer in northeast Louisiana. It ain't near as hot inside that on the outside of that roof as it is inside. I can promise yeah. you. Uh-huh. Uh, look, an athlete. The definition of an athlete is a person who uses his body in motion to accomplish a goal. So, you know, a worker is in a way an athlete. Okay, mm-hmm. someone who sits in a car and put, uses their foot to drive around in circles. Now, if, if you know, the thing for NASCAR ought to be Billy Preston's. Will it go around in circles? Yeah. Uh, but when you when you just you know when you're on a bridge to nowhere and you just ride around in circles, I get you know, I'm understanding it's thrilling and everything, but it's you know, it's a daredevil. But does that mean it's you know you know that it's a great athlete? The only real true athletic thing in NASCAR is how fast they change those tires. Hmm. Those are well, that's 
FS weighs in in Farmerville says, well, downhill skiers seldom burst into flames when they crash. Drawing the comparison to NASCAR. Tell you something. Well, I mean, it's a daredevil. You know, you, it's kind of like got that. It's a tragic bull riding accident. Hey, you knew what it was when you got on its back. Yeah. I mean, you knew that car's got fuel in it, and if you're going 227 miles an hour and you hit something, there's a good chance it's going to blow up. I mean, you know. But just uh, curlers, yeah. I, I, I kind of would. I, I like the bikini curling league. If you ever watch that, that's fun. So are losers yeah. athletes? If you get on a Who's loose. the best? The hardest thing to do is hit a major league curveball. Yeah. The hardest thing to do. The second hardest thing to do is it's defined by the word itself. When they say that's about par, if you're a par shooter, you're a great golfer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the hardest sport. And even Jack Nicklaus will tell you that it's consistently the most hard thing to do because it changes every day. Now, you know, it's, it's not full body contact and such and like that, so a lot of people you know, dismiss it. But I guarantee you, you pick all the pro athletes and, and, and put them on a, on a golf course, and they'll, they'll all suck the worst at golf. Mm. Because it's, it's, it's unreal, unbelievable, other than hit the major league, major league curveball. But I just wanted to find out what, if, if the criteria for being an athlete was being able to go to Forsyth Park and smoke dope and get away with, with shooting guns with illegal firearms. I just, if that's it, then we got a lot of athletes out there. Mm. Like, Thanks for the call, bud. Thanks for listening. I thought parting shots were at the end of the race. Yes. <laughs> John says sports versus competition. Sports says defenders, downhill skiers are in a competition. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, when it comes to – I'm more of a physical contact guy myself. I, I enjoy the sports with physical – baseball being the exception. I enjoy the, the – the physical competition of things. But, I, you know, good points all around. I think when it comes to I, – I can't consider curlers to be athletes. And, by the way, they can't – loop is it luging? What is it called? Mm. Luge. Luge? They can't be called losers. It sounds too much like losers. <laughs> I thought you said our losers athletes uh. for a minute there. Uh, now, Larry wants to really step into it. So, since we live in the sportsman's <laughs> paradise – do you think professional oh, bass fishermen boy. fit the category of being an athlete? No. No. I draw the line there. <laughs> Sorry, Larry. No. 888-993-7762. It's the Stuart Shelby State Farm hotline slash text line. All right, Aaron. Should we get to some power ratings Yeah, tell here? me what's going on, boys basketball. Uh, playoffs are going to start, what, next week? So this is the final week of the regular season. Uh, Northeast Louisiana has a number of quality teams, and I guess you have to start with uh, Ravel. They're number one, obviously. Yeah, 2A, Ravel's number one. Uh, we fully expect them to go the distance. Um, I'm curious about 5A, and of course coming off that big win uh, Washita had against Natchitoches Central. What does that mean to them? And then could we potentially see a matchup in either the second or third so, round with uh, West Monroe? Yeah, so West Monroe is hovering around, I would say, between 15 and 17. Maybe, maybe they could get down to 18. But what's going to happen is most likely, and we're assuming everybody takes care of business this week because there aren't any within that district. I'm talking about Natchez Central, Washita, and, and um, West Monroe. All three of those teams should win both games this, this week. So if that happens, if, if nothing crazy happens, you should see Natchitoches Central retain the number one spot. Washtenaw Paris have the number two spot. And then West Monroe, wherever they land, could either play Natchitoches or West Monroe in the second round, which would be awesome because, you know, if you look at the, uh, the 3A bracket, you could have a potential matchup between Carroll and Wasman in mm. the quarterfinals. So that would be an amazing, you know, week for us. Yeah, we, start standing in line now to get into that gym. Yeah, you would have the, the big-time second-round matchup possibly between West Monroe and Washita and then uh, Carroll and, and Wasman. That's what I'm rooting for, uh, you know, selfishly, because that would be an awesome, awesome week here. But, yeah, um, the interesting thing is Neville, they, they've had some struggles as of late. Uh, Bastrop continues to to add to its resume, and now Bastrop will more than likely host a home game uh, in the playoffs, in the 4A playoffs, and Neville is looking at p- 
possibly going on the road. They're they're hovering around 19 right now, and so they have a big time game tonight with Richwood. Um, so maybe they can improve their stance. But in talking to Philip Craig, he really liked where they were at 19. He felt like that would that was a pretty good landing spot for them, and it would give them an opportunity to make a run. Different year, same story for Neville basketball. It always seems like they're around 18, 19. Then what happens is they go on the road, they win, then they get an opportunity to come back home. A lot of different factors for that. A lot of times the you know the number of football players that they have coming back, they get off to slow starts and they start to turn around in district play. I know Bastrop had that huge win against them last week, but yeah, no doubt. And really, you know, they had I think it was Franklin Paris. They were up by fourteen and a half and ended up blowing that game last week too. So, but they've had they've had a, like like an issue that they've had to um, they have one kid quit on them, so that's kind of put them in a bind. As of late, and that's tough to deal with at the end of the season. And then 2A, like you said, we expect Rabel to, to run that. No problem. Got a text here from, from Danny. He says, don't mess with curling. At my age, that's the only chance I have of making the Olympics. Mm. Think you can make the Olympics in curling? Uh, it's an old age question. He's trained for about a year and a half, two years. Perhaps he could. A year? A year and a half, two years. I, I would say you have to do at least three or four. I don't, I don't know if you could get it done in a year, Aaron. Why don't we try that? Why don't we? There's there's a curling place in Louisiana, apparently. Yes. 888-993-7762. Let's take a timeout. Coming up next, Eric Cockle joins us for his weekly visit. The Morning Drive is back after this. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. You have got to see our huge inventory of single wires starting at $26,995. That includes delivery, setup, and central air up to 150 miles. Help us celebrate 40 years in business. That's at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City and Shreveport. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price, for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road car king. 69% of singles are looking for something serious. Are you dating and still looking for that special someone? Well, Match.com surveyed over 5,000 U.S. singles. Here's a couple of the top tips. Matter of fact, the most important one, 94% of women would love to be complimented on their appearance. So start there, fellas. Now that you got some tips, I'm going to hook you up. For my listeners, everyone that goes to Match.com slash Doug gets seven days free. That's right, free. Search, view photos, and connect for free. But only if you go to match.com slash Doug. Match.com slash Doug. Try something different this Valentine's Day. Give the gift that will transform your bedroom into a luxury suite night after night with a brand new set of Bowling Branch sheets. The most comfortable sheets in the entire world. Made from pure 100% organic cotton. Plus, they arrive beautifully packaged. Perfect for Valentine's Day. Try them risk-free for a month and get $50 off your first set. Plus, free shipping with the promo code Doug. Bowling Branch. Branch.com, spelled B-O-L-L and Branch.com, promo code Doug. Now let's get back to the sports on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Welcome back to the morning drive. Today's Louisiana Tech Report brought to you by Legacy Rehab. They offer physical, occupational, and speech therapy solutions for many of our local health care facilities. Whether it's sports medicine, pediatrics, or chronic pain management, Legacy covers it all. Serving locations in Ruston, Monroe, Bastrop, Farmville, Bernice, Menon, and South Arkansas. Call 255-5980 for more information. That's Legacy Rehab, 255-5980. Eric Conkle joins us on the Stewart Shelby State Farm Hotline for his weekly visit. Coach, how are you doing this morning? Doing great, Aaron. Thanks for having me. How are you today? Oh, fantastic. Uh, before we dive into what took place uh, last week and what we have uh, on the docket for this week, I, I'm just curious, do you get much time when you get home just to, to check out many games on, on the tube or perhaps the uh, guys that you've coached against or with and, and check out the number of games that, of course, we can watch on TV now? 
Yeah, you know, um, you know, late at night after my my kids go to bed, and, and um, uh, you know, I'll sit down and at a desk and got a TV on in the background. I, I don't typically have the sound on, but yeah. it's something that I'll glance at. You know, in, in this um, in the coaching fraternity, it's small, and there's some guys that you just kind of curious in how they're doing, and you want to support. And then sometimes you might pick up an idea late at night and just see something, and uh, whether it be a, a college game or an NBA game. But uh, I'll, I'll have it on in the background a lot and then be on the laptop watching video of our next opponent of ourselves. But uh, there's basketball in our house uh, a lot. And the number of games now that you can see on TV, heck, you guys are going to be uh, featured again on, on Thursday. That's had, had to have done wonders for this game over the last decade. No question. I, I think the amount of exposure you get and the ability to watch. Uh, I mean, I was thinking the other day, we were on a bus and being able to got wi-fi on the bus you can open up your laptop or even your phone and you can just get a game on there uh, a live game and sometimes you've got direct tv uh, where you've got all these types of games just even on your bus so uh, the amount of exposure that college basketball gets where you can watch it is really remarkable coach you look back at that last week and you wanted your team to come out fast and hard against the charlotte squad that uh, had been struggling you guys certainly did that how nice was it to see you guys have that type of performance early on in that ball game to kind of take the, 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 you know, the air out of the ball for Charlotte? Yeah, I thought it was important to get off to a good start. You know, we, we came off a, a tough road loss the week before. We had a very good week of practice, and the guys were ready to go. And Charlotte was, was limited with some of the injuries that they had in the backcourt. They started a very big lineup, and uh, we were able to, to spread the floor and penetrate and get some open looks and knock them down and get off to a good start. So that was a, it was a big part of the game to get up, get going off the right foot. Certainly don't want to get you in trouble, but the officiating crew had a, a quick whistle in that game. What advice do you give your guys in terms of tees as that thing was kind of progressing? Well, this, this really goes back a few weeks. There was a, you know, a memo sent out to all of us just talking about how the NCAA was really trying to, or is really trying to, uh, curtail any type of um, court issues with uh, taunting and potential uh, fights and scrums and so forth. Basically, they want to be able to say, hey, we're not the NBA. We don't have that type of interaction with the players and the officials or anything else, the type of jarring that goes back and forth. Um, so that, that was really what they're mandating, what they're trying to do. Uh, of course, you know, I, I thought it was a little bit of an overcorrection, um, and, but it was something that we've talked to our team about and just making sure that, hey, just let our play and do the talking. Um, I know it's an emotional game, but we've got to keep great poise. And, uh, you know, of course, I, I, I had a disagreement with, with how it went in that game, but there's a, a process, a procedure that, that we have where we can communicate with our director of officials for Conference USA. Mm. Uh, Tommy McClellan can talk to the conference commissioner. There's some private feedback that goes back and forth, and that's what occurred after that game. So Boykins is tossed out. Then at that point, are you concerned about his status for Saturday's game? Well, at that time, I, I had known that um, the only way you, you miss the next game, being suspended for the next game, comes from fighting, from, from being tossed from a game due to fighting. So, you know, those are, those are different type of technical fouls. If you uh, hang on the rim twice or, or have other two type of te- technical fouls, if you, you won't be suspended for the next game. So I wasn't fully concerned about that. I was just concerned about how that, how that game finished. The other huge takeaway I had from that game, just to see as he continued to work Bracey back onto the court, we saw Daquan Bracey, some of that explosiveness we saw last year. That had to be nice to see in that game. I think he ended up with, what, a 17 points on Thursday. Yeah, you know, he got off to a great start, and he's been hampered. You know, he's been limited, and um, and he had a good good day on Thursday. You know, he, he was not able to really duplicate that on Saturday just with the, the effort that he put into Thursday's game and uh, something that we're constantly trying to manage. But it was great seeing him out on the court and just constantly trying to help him get healthy and uh, so we can have a, a good a good stretch here the rest of the way. Yeah, you mentioned that. Then, of course, uh, Old Dominion on Saturday, Bracey could only get in, what, 13 minutes. Overall, you knew it was going to be a, a tough challenge against the Old Dominion team that came in with uh, 18 wins. Uh, I guess you go back to that game, it all boils down to your guys' uh, turning the ball over. 
Yeah, that was a big part of it. You know, they got off to a good start offensively, and we, we really wanted to try to uh, guard the paint, knowing that they would try to go inside, and they did early, and we just kept trying to throw bodies in the paint and, and, and contest shots the best we could. They, they really had it going from the perimeter as well. They ended up making 10 three-point shots, which is more than normal, but those are the shots that we were, uh, we were giving them in some cases, just trying to keep the ball out of the paint. And then, of course, we turned the basketball over way too many times, Aaron, on the other end, giving them some easy opportunities on offense or just not giving us shots. And when we got shots, we were able to make them, um, but not enough of them. Homestand continues, to in the books. you got another two coming up this week inside the Thomas Assembly Center. It starts uh, Thursday versus UAB. What are you anticipating from the Blazers? Well, a little bit similar in, in style from our last game. They've got, they've got a very good front court. There's two seniors. Uh, Chris Coakley is really one of the best big guys in the league, and we've got to be able to limit his opportunities inside. They've got nice balance, inside-outside balance, with some of their guard play of, of making three-point shots and Nick Norton and Nate Darling. and um, you know they're, they're a team that they can really get it going from the outside. Uh, they can score it in bunches, and we've got to be focused on our defense. We've got to get off to a great start, not let them come in here and, and make shots early in the game. We need to set the tone from the defensive standpoint. Uh, one positive from uh, Saturday's game, certainly the crowds continue to show up. Uh, reported over 4,000 to watch uh, you guys on Saturday. Seems like this time of the year when uh, Bulldog fans really come out in full support of this program. Good to see. Uh, our, our our fans are the best, and you know we're on Mardi Gras break. Um, we didn't have have students there, but the, the community really showed up. We're excited about Thursday when our students are back and um, and really get this place fired up and like it's been and even more. You know we only have two games left. Um, we've got Senior Day this weekend. We're going to be honoring both um, uh, Jacoby Boykins and Janiah White. So we're we're excited about that. Uh, but we're looking forward to Thursday and an opportunity to get back on track and play against another very good team in Conference USA. Yeah, Coach, one final thing. You mentioned uh, White, and, of course, uh, the news came out after our visit last week. I know it was an extremely difficult decision for him. When you're the coach and he's coming to you for advice, I mean, what do you offer White as he was you know, weighing his different options, whether or not he should pursue his uh, college career? Yeah, you know, it's it's um it's not one of those things where I I would never tell him what to do. Um, but you know, he's he's such a he's such a great guy. Number one, he's so committed to the team and Louisiana Tech. Um, you know, first thing is I, I just want to let him know that we support him no matter what he chooses to do. And you know, I, you could tell that there was a, a good part of him that felt like, man, if I if I decide not to play, I'm I'm letting the team down. I'm letting my school down. And I just reassured him that, hey. You're not letting anybody down. Your health is the most important. Um, you're about to graduate. You're about to earn a degree from a, a, a first-class university, and you've got a group of people here, a community of people, that are excited about your future uh, with or without basketball. So he's scheduled to graduate, Aaron, coming up here in the spring. He's talked about uh, getting into coaching. And we're doing everything we can to help him transition to that, that next part of his life. And, unfortunately, the, the ball stopped bouncing earlier for him than most. Um, but he's got a very, very bright future, and we're excited to be a part of it. Excellent. Coach Conkle, as always, we appreciate the time. We'll see you Thursday night. Sounds great. Thank you, Aaron. You bet. Louisiana Tech coming off week one and one, back in action Thursday versus the Blazers at home. By the way, uh, I saw highly – uh, questionable Dan Levitard show on ESPN. Uh, they actually showed footage of the technical foul and, uh, and commented on it. So that that really did blow up. I know a lot of uh, you know media outlets picked it up, but it was it was kind of funny to see that on ESPN. We do have some college hoops tonight. Uh, LSU continues to try to keep it rolling along after the big win versus Ole Miss. They'll be on the road tonight, scoring off against Alabama. Yeah, they always want to beat Alabama. Um, and this is a big one just because Alabama is trying its hardest to to, to get into the tournament. Uh, they're, they're still on the bubble. I would consider LSU uh, outside of that. But LSU can, you know, try try to, to um, diminish Alabama's hopes of, of getting into the tournament tonight. And it's a big-time matchup between Colin Sexton and, and Tremont Waters, two of the more exciting players in the SEC. 
You gave me a weird look. Uh, I just don't recognize Terry Walter. He, uh, he he lost his uh, razor. Yeah, it's a good look. Yeah, uh, that's an improvement. Matt called him uh, Vade Divot yesterday. <laughs> he didn't love that. I like it. Uh, 888-993-7762. Let's take a timeout. Coming up next, parting shots in the morning drive. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty. We earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing. The king of the road, the king of the road, car king. The Morning Drive, sponsored by BOR. Bank of Ruston, now in Monroe. Your investment property, business, and home loan specialist. Come see BOR at our new location, 2450 Tower Drive in Monroe. Or call us at 812-BANK. BOR, we are your Monroe Banking Center. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Don't get blindsided by health care costs. Call Vantage Health Plan today. We've teamed up with a network of local providers in order to provide better health care to our area. Vantage crushes the competition with affordable plans. Find out more information on how to join our winning team. Call Vantage Health Plan today at 1-888-823-1910 or go online to VantageHealthPlan.com. If an insurance company is there to sell you insurance, shouldn't it also be there to service it? After all, what good is your insurance if you can't even talk to a real person about your policy, let alone receive prompt claim service? Don't worry. At Farm Bureau Insurance, we're here to help with experienced agents, so you never have to worry about who's going to be on the other end of the phone. You know it's going to be your personal Farm Bureau insurance agent with fast, fair claim service where you need it and when you need it most. Call today for your free no-obligation review for auto, home, and life insurance that's custom-tailored just for you. In Jackson Parish, call Eddie Simpson at 259-4082. Louisiana Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Louisiana Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. Local sports talk is on the air. On the morning drive, this hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Welcome back. Still got about 10 or 15 minutes for you to weigh in at 888-993-7762. We continue to uh, try to figure out what topic we're going to have on Top 10 Thursday for our countdown. Uh, The poll, Jake, the four you have on there. The poll this week, our options are Top 10 Worst Radio Calls, which is Ah, currently Ah, leading. It's going to require some work, though, but that's fine. Yeah, uh, so that's leading. Uh, next is best NBA acquisitions. Don't like that one at all. <laughs> what about this one? Sports power. We're we gonna go Gary Payton, Carl Malone. Yeah, um, there there are a lot of options out there. I okay, mean, we, can, we can figure it out. All right. It's uh, hopefully last right now. It's actually second. Uh-oh. Last Uh-oh. is sports power couples and best OSU signing class. Could you could you think of more than three? <laughs> Sports power couples yeah, off the top of your head? No, not off the top of my head, but you give me a little yeah, time. Yeah, I know. If, you, if given time, we could all yeah. find a few, but I'm yeah. just saying off the top of your head. I got uh, Zach and Julie. Uh, Andre Agassi, Steffi Graf, are they still together? She's asking the wrong guy. <laughs> once, upon, once upon a time they were, so yeah. it, we'll let it slide. I still think you should allow Brady and Giselle to be no, in that Giselle's conversation. Giselle does not play sports. Ooh, that sounds like it's modeling a sport. I mean, we've been <laughs> talking about everything else. Apparently, roofing and fishing and <laughs> add modeling to it. They got to be in great shape. Yeah, there you go. Yes, that's true. <laughs> it's one of the criteria, I guess. 888-993-7762. Let's get to our parting shots. I started when we didn't have computers we didn't have cell phones we didn't have any of that garbage you do what everybody else in the media does just creates and throw it on the wall and see what sticks have something to ask just like this let's do it 
Vince, where'd that come from? I never said that. Nobody in this building ever said that. So where'd you come up with that? Just, you know, had a dream about it or what? But see, it's real easy when you're not in the business, when you've never played the game, when you don't understand truly what the game is. And that's, to me, that's chicken. Still one of my favorites. It's got to be the greatest moment in this in the history of this radio oh, show, oh, right? I don't know. Has to be, right? Petty. Somebody enjoyed the uh, interview we had with Leon Barmore in the seven o'clock hour. Said that was the better interview. Was the better interview? Well, I said it was the best interview we've had. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was good. He was good. I don't know if it was petty good. <laughs> it just depends your taste. You in your your generation, you like that confrontational kind of interview. It's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying Leon wasn't entertaining, yeah. but I'm just saying that okay. was that was like man, that got that grabbed some headlines that day. Uh, that wasn't even the interview. That was the that was the different one. Yeah, <laughs> that was just Petty being Petty on a normal <laughs> right. uh, whatever day we had him on. That was a Wednesday. I'm talking about his parting shot. Yeah, yeah. the parting shot of all parting yeah. shots. There you go. Hey, baseball season! I know you're fired up. College uh, opening night on Friday. Yeah, got got or. Oh, Jake's getting all riled up. Dude, it, it, it upsets me. Be careful now. Tread lightly. Well, I, I can't complain too much because at least it's not football season. Yeah. Like, that's where I really put my foot down. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but you know, it's That's when you time. have to come up with the really good excuses like the ring queen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I couldn't think of one this time. <laughs> so, I'll, I'll figure out a way to watch it. But, yes, I am excited about baseball starting up. I've been Really waiting on it. A couple of uh, – it's an attractive matchup for uh, LSU uh, with uh, Notre Dame coming in for a three-game series this yeah. weekend. Palmineri's old And what is LSU, what, the first 28 games at home? Isn't that typically what they do? <laughs> I mean, do they ever go on the road yes. until conference play? ULM's got like, what, 13? They got their first eight at home. First eight? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Louisiana Tech uh, going on the road, take on uh, Pepperdine yeah. to open up the season. Really good road trip And then there. I always like when you, you square off against your rival to start off the year, Grambling and Southern, mm-hmm. down in uh, New Orleans. Get to start right. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for it. So you're going to be the guy at the uh, rehearsal or the wedding with uh, a head with the buds in your ears? Might as well. I'll know no one there. Like, I won't be sitting by anyone I know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So Chris Blair to, will be entertaining you. Yes, the only thing I have to do is not embarrass my wife. I think I can. <laughs> no hooting and hollering in the middle of the. <laughs> no. <laughs> Three-run shot by uh, Jake Slaughter. Yeah. No, we'll be good. We'll be good. My parting shot today, Aaron, is one that kind of hits close to home because ULM thankfully avoided this. They got to remake, you know, make up that game with, with Florida State, which was – initially canceled because or postponed because of uh, Hurricane Irma. Well, Arkansas State is now they well they may file a lawsuit against the University of Miami over a game that was canceled for the same reason. They are owed $650,000. That's what they were, you know, going to make from that matchup, but now because um, the game was canceled, they they didn't get to make it up. And now if they not if Florida, I mean if Miami does not pay Arkansas State, they will go to court Thursday. Mm. So uh, you get to see kind of the uglier side of that. And it's it's an unfortunate situation because, you know, obviously Miami had other things to, to worry about when that game was supposed to take place. But Arkansas State's still going, you know, we need that money for our athletic program to, you know, stay alive. So uh, that's, that's very important. And it's just, you know, reading that story, it's good to see that ULM was able to make up that game with Florida State and avoid mm. any kind of, you know, thing like this. Uh, my parting shot, just how dependent we are on our cell phones. And then, of course, when you don't have it, like I don't have mine right now, yeah. you feel almost uh, naked or you feel I mean, disconnected. Disconnected, yeah. yes. And some yeah. would say that's a good thing. It is until it starts affecting your work. Like we're reliant on our cell phones for work. And so, like the weekend, yeah, that'd be nice mm. to just be disconnected. But now it's Monday. I know. It's What's like a, a tougher place to go to? Uh, a phone place right now or the DMV? Dude, I will say DMV over anything. I hate, I detest <laughs> the DMV. I hope nobody out there is listening at the DMV. But uh, no, man, I, I, some of these phone places you can get in 
you know, you might luck up and get in pretty quick. DMV, that's like never the case. Uh, just have your email ready. I'll uh, send you an email here later on. Send me an email. Yeah, yeah that's how we're communicating now. Uh, Donald wants to know, do you all have any clips of uh, Wade Seminole's sour grapes following his dismissal from Louisiana Tech or Ty Berry from ULM? Good question. We've had both of those guys on the show following uh, when they left Louisiana Tech and ULM. Uh, look, I don't remember uh, Wade really saying that thing that much against Louisiana Tech after that. Berry, he took the high road also. Mm. Damon uh, says, I know a few guys who fish competitively. They refer to their shirts as jerseys. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> oh, man. Look, I know where we live. I know, you know, a lot of people love fishing. I just do not consider it a sport. I'm sorry. Mm. Got to have some type of, you know, you don't. it doesn't require athletic ability. I would, I would argue. Would you argue against me on that? Uh, probably not. Well, we this all goes back to the curling argument. Yeah. When we had uh, Adam Winkler on the show, you know, he was up in Minnesota and he went curling one day. He said it is a lot more difficult than you think. But that's probably because when we think of it, we're not giving it much credit anyway because we've all used a broom before. And it's well, and it's new, but we've never used a broom on ice like that. <laughs> and sure. you know, I mean, I'm sure, sure it's going to be awkward. I mean. Remember how awkward it was the first time you swung a club on a golf course? Still is. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a pro over here. Yeah. Uh, well, I forgot that's Tommy. Yeah. Tommy Tharp's the pro. Uh, far from that. Uh, just a couple other headlines. Uh, well done, ULM. Sam McDaniel was named the player of the week in the Sun Belt yeah. Conference. Huge two wins for them. Uh, he averaged about 23 points and, uh, what, 10 rebounds in those two big wins yeah. against Georgia Southern and Georgia State. Uh, really, statement wins for ULM. Now they get an opportunity to come back home this week and square off against Texas Arlington on Thursday. Thursday is going to be a pretty big day with Louisiana Tech and ULM both at home. Also, the start of uh, the girls' high school, girls high school basketball, basketball playoffs. Yeah, a lot of big-time sports going on. i got to give another shout-out to Grambling for winning its 10th straight game. They were 4-12 and before that win streak uh, happened, so... Coming up tomorrow, you'll hear from uh, Keith Richard for his uh, weekly visit at 8 o'clock, plus uh, Brooke Store from the Lady Textures and our doctor segment coming up at 7.30. You want to play some four downs as well? Yes. Get some four downs going. Come up with something else. Terry Walter coming up next with The Edge. Thanks for listening to Morning Drive on the all-new Sports Talk 97.7. Thanks for listening to the best of the Morning Drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.